Should Washington go after Shaq Leonard? Sam Howell loses a bet and what the snap count tells us about the state of the Washington Commanders. That and more here on your 21 November Daily Commanders update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to your Daily Commanders update for 21 November here on Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry, a part of the Believe Network. And if it was a bad day at the office on Sunday for Sam Howell, today might be insult to injury as my man has lost a bet, presumably to KJ Henry of the Clemson Tigers as Sam Howell showed up to his media day with a Clemson Tiger jersey as his North Carolina Tar Heels lost to the Clemson Tigers this past weekend. Lots of fun and games there, but you don't have to lose a bet if you head over to Bet Online. In fact, you can enter the code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for a 50% welcome package and get started betting on NFL, on college football, UFC, international soccer. They've got it all over there. In fact, they have a mobile app, so you don't even have to leave your seat. Just do it all from the comfort of your best and favorite good luck chair. Head over to Bet Online. Use the code Believe B L E A V. Get yourself that fifty percent welcome package and begin to make some smart bets. Unlike Sam Howe today, Bet Online, where the game starts. In all seriousness, looking at the Sam Howe wearing the hoodie of the Clemson Tigers thing just kind of highlights to me the silliness of everything that's going on with the commanders right now. I say this because if, if this comes on the heels of Ron Rivera subtweeting some of his players, calling them out for celebrating basic plays. Of course, most people think that was Benjamin St. Juice locking them up or the Tweety Bird coming from Emmanuel Forbes. Ron Rivera, when he first took you know control over here in Washington, removed ping pong tables from the locker room. And that was a sign that things were about to get serious here. And Ron Rivera is talking about maturity and how this team needs to grow and learn and stuff like that. And it just seems very authoritarian and not allowing people to have fun. And I get that we need to have a serious mindset in the team and have like we're, our goal is to win games and we hear that from players but when they have fun like this i don't think you need to shut it down i don't think that attacking players from the podium not directly indirectly you know saying that they're celebrating small things like one they be a good thing wouldn't you want them to get kind of pumped and involved in the game and and stuff like the sam howe thing is that a problem i don't think it is Ron Rivera seems to think it is, but he's also on the tail end of his career. So he might be lashing out a little bit as uh, he knows he is on his way out the door. A little bit frustrating there, I'm sure. Maybe on their way into the Washington Commanders would be Shaq Leonard as a lot of uh, beat reporters kind of excited about this one here. As Shaq Leonard was released by the Annapolis Colts. He does have a back injury. But uh, Field Yates here, if uh, someone was to claim him off of waivers and Washington is seventh in waivers, uh, they would owe them, owe Shaq $6.11 million for the remainder of the season. And then you pick up that contract and have a few more years there. Washington definitely in desperate need of linebacker help. They 
absolutely have cap space to be able to burn, especially the next couple of years. The problem is they also have their own players to sign. Shaq Leonard, while an exciting player with the injury, with all the questions, maybe not the right player for Washington to pick up, even though they can potentially lock him. This coaching staff doesn't seem to value the linebacker position as well. So I wouldn't expect Washington to get him, but it makes for an exciting story here on Tuesday for sure. Speaking of exciting, Antonio Gibson has returned to practice. At least he was there for the media viewing portion, as Nikki J tweeted out. The commander's practicing in the bubble. Antonio Gibson's presence, I felt, was somewhat missed. Maybe not as greatly missed as I expected it to be against the Giants. Brian Robinson really showing out for the commanders with a heavy workload on the ground. Chris Rodriguez in there for a few snaps. Uh, and then, of course, Gore was out there as well. Gore only saw maybe like six snaps total. So that's not really where Antonio Gibson would have been. I figured he probably would have been used more in the passing game. And and so Antonio Gibson coming back, though, against Dallas should be a big step in the right direction as it gives Sam Howell a couple safe outlet passes that can t- potentially take it the distance. So Antonio Gibson coming back. Big deal there for the Commanders today as they have a game against the Cowboys on Thursday. The Washington Commanders spent a fairly high draft pick on Fedarian Mathis. The idea was that he was going to replace Deron Payne. Well, they re-signed Deron Payne. Mathis has had back-to-back years start off with injuries. But he's been back for a while now, but that hasn't stopped him from being out-snapped by John Ridgway. John Ridgway was a fifth-round pick in that same draft from the Dallas Cowboys, got put on the practice squad, and the Washington Commanders sniped him. I like John Ridgway. I think Fedarian Mathis can play football, but it is surprising to see that this second-round pick not panning out for Washington. On the offensive side of the snap counts, the thing that concerns me is at wide receiver. Curtis Samuel getting ejected early in the game after defending Sam Howell on that touchdown run. And in his place, you see Jameson Crowder, Byron Pringle, Deami Brown. None of those three saw 33% of the snaps, not even a third. And they weren't very productive in their role regardless. Washington doesn't have a wide receiver three if Curtis Samuel's out. They don't have a receiving threat if Curtis Samuel is out. That's past Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin. You can even argue maybe no wide receiver threat, period. Washington's going to have to address that in the draft. There's lots of things to address, but offensive playmaker is going to be one of them to help complement what tools they have already. Whether or not Sam Howell's going to be the QB of the future or not, they need another offensive threat. A part of the offense that we thought was going to be a threat this season, especially under Eric Bieniemy, was the screen game. In fact, Arjun Menon here putting this together here. Washington doesn't run the screen nearly as much as some of the other teams, but is pretty successful on it. So why aren't they running it more often? Why can't they be like Kansas City? So if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see Kansas City all the way to the top right. Of course, a very successful team. Washington in the top left, meaning that they don't run it very often, but they are pretty successful in doing so. It'll be something that Washington's going to need to see against Dallas. 
because Dallas is going to be bringing pressure with Micah Parsons and trying to get to Sam Howell quickly. We'll see how Eric Bietamie can move this offense against what is a pretty good Dallas defense. Of course, on Washington's defensive side of the ball, Cody Barton is going to be back. We've been activated today. We'll practice tomorrow and we'll play Thursday. Do you think he'll make an impact for the Washington Commanders? Let us know here in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, you can catch us live on Wednesday night where we will break down the Commanders versus Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. This has been your daily Commanders update for 21 November. I'm Nathan Perry here on Ref the District presented by Bet Online. Until next time, be a fan.